This is the voice of the Report of the Week signing on. I wanted to rush through that because I usually exaggerate the intro, you know, and it's usually more bombastic, so I just wanted to say I'm going to get it over with. You're listening to VORW International, the voice of the Report of the Week. Here we are. Uh, This Friday, the uh, 31st of January 2020, this is going to be the shortest uh, podcast I've done yet, but for good reason. Number one, I want to say uh, that while the operation to get the teeth extracted uh, was a success, and uh, the procedure itself was uh, very smooth, they came out easily, you know, I was, you can see the whole video I did um, on that on the other channel, I kind of joked around and said I was reviewing the procedure or whatever, but it was very smooth. I mean, it worked out fine. Uh, recovery itself could have been smoother. Uh, you know, it's... it. You know, what can you do about it? Sometimes you are re- as responsible as you can be. You try to do everything right. You try to uh, take everything that you have to take do everything that you have to do, and uh, something still goes awry. It's the luck of the draw sometimes. Sometimes when it comes down to having teeth extracted, everyone's different. Everyone heals differently. Everyone, you know, (laughs) you know how it is. You have times where just two days after uh, the tooth gets pulled out, Someone gobbles down a steak dinner and they're fine. And they can speak fine. They can enunciate without issues. Other times, it's uh, much trickier. Dry socket, infection, etc. And uh, the first couple days, which usually they say are the hardest, were actually the... they were smooth. It was easy. Kept the pain under control, kept all that under control. Rinsed out with the uh, salt water. Um, you know, brushed, flossed, all that stuff. It was intimidating, admittedly, to try to care for the one tooth that was behind the molar that got extracted. Because, you know, you're so worried, you're so worried about the bristles of the toothbrush brushing against the extraction site. But you find a way and you get it done. And, uh, yeah, the first three days were were fine. Um, the day that I did that video update, again, it was going good. Um, but then about a day or two after that, I guess around day five, then it all started going downhill again. I, you know, again, it just it is how it is. Um, there was a little bit of an uptick in pain. Nothing crazy, though, and it's not the dry socket. I, I can tell you that right now. You know, dry socket would be the worst pain you've ever experienced in your life. You know, and it's not at that point. But it seems like there was a bit of an uptick in pain. One of the sockets... The clot on the top seemed like it was a bit looser, and um, there's a little more swelling. 
and it got really difficult to talk. I mean, it was, I could barely even open my mouth, could barely even mumble a word. Next day wasn't really any better. Um, today, I've been taking more antibiotics, and uh, only reason I'm able to do this show right now is because I took some pain medicine. Take it responsibly, you know, it's there if you need it, but just be responsible with it. And uh, that's kind of, I don't know, loosened me up enough to be able to talk without too much discomfort. So, I mean, it's nothing drastic, just a bit of a setback that I wish didn't happen. Um, But just keeping it very clean, being very careful, and uh, making the most out of my uh, limited diet. I mean, to tell you the truth, and you're going to say, what are you you smoking, you know? (laughs) Um, But, I mean, to be honest, part of me doesn't even really... I don't know. I don't even want to go back to solid foods for a little bit anyway. It's like, I miss the taste, you know? I miss the taste. I want to enjoy some chicken wings. I want to enjoy some pizza, um, some burgers, you know? I want to enjoy all that good stuff again. Nice Chick-fil-A sandwich, you know? Whatever it is. But it's like... I look forward to the taste, but I have such anxiety about, you know, these solid foods causing further issues to these admittedly uh, sensitive wounds. So it's like, well, I think in this case the potential risks outweigh the benefits. So with that, I'll stick to my liquids and soft drinks for the time being. And I say that with a smoothie in hand, no straw. Take a sip on on the air for you. Couldn't really hear that, but you'll have to take my word on that. But it's like, I don't know. You know, I miss the flavors, but I'm not going to rush into it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. If I have to go two to three weeks without a, a Good, solid meal. I'll take it. I don't care. There's alternatives. Not the end of the world. So there's the update there. Yeah, smooth procedure. Um, but... Yeah, recovery could be a little smoother, and, uh... I just figured... Since the medicine had kind of... Taken hold and was doing its job... Uh, may as well just get to the microphone now and, uh... Record a little bit of a show before it just... It becomes like a mumble again, you know, and uh, trust me, just a couple hours ago, there was no way I could speak this fluidly, so just doing what I can, keeping everyone updated. We all have nightmares. They happen. I'm sure we don't particularly like them, but let me tell you about a really interesting thing that the Henson brothers did. They took something that I think we oftentimes look upon very negatively, something that can cause us anxiety, that keeps us up at night, and they made something really cool and really interesting out of it. That's why I'd like to present to you The Nightmare Parlor. This is a new series that is going out on the Henson Brothers YouTube channel. Now, in The Nightmare Parlor project, they collect the weirdest, creepiest, and most haunting dreams had by their YouTube subscribers, 
In every episode, they exhibit a few of the most mesmerizing dreams that have been shared with them. Using various audiovisual techniques, they try to capture the ambiance of the dream and bring the most truthful depiction to your YouTube screen. They take something that happens to so many of us, they bring it to life, and they make something really neat out of it too. You can find them by searching the Henson Brothers on YouTube, that's H-E-N-S-E-N -E Brothers, or by searching the Nightmare Parlor. Viewers can make their submissions of their dreams that they would like to have recreated on this channel by going into the video description of their newest upload, and there they'll find a very easy form they can use to make their submission and really become a part of the show in the most literal sense. I think it'll be interesting for all lovers of horror. Check them out, the Henson Brothers on YouTube with the Nightmare Parlor. Zenko Ice Slider is a tile-based puzzle game where you get from point A to point B by sliding through the board. Zenko is a fun pastime for people who enjoy problem-solving, sliding puzzles, brain games, reasoning skills, and fun challenges. Every level, you'll get a board with different types of tiles like ice, walls, holes, and fragile tiles. In the board, you will also get some creatures that have to be placed in the correct tile for the board to be solvable. For example, one creature works as a wall. Once you have placed the pieces in the right place, you swipe to move Zenko in that direction. He'll slide on the board and stop upon hitting walls on its path to the goal. Now, currently, there are two modes to play the game. Adventure mode is a set of four worlds of 40 levels each, where new tile types and creatures are introduced as you progress. This makes for a fun, dynamic gameplay evolution as new mechanics are introduced. Puzzle of the Day mode has new levels added each day. Levels may include any of the tile types and creatures from Adventure Mode. Every map has an optimal move count, which, when met, will give you a 3-star rating for that level. Now, any extra moves, and you'll get less stars. You can find Zenko Ice Slider on Google Play Store for Android, and soon in Apple's App Store. That's Z-E-N-K-O-Ice Slider. If you enjoy the game, feel free to leave a review as well. And if you have any feedback or comments, this would greatly help the developers improve their product and build better ones in the future. The game also has some pretty nice music. Feel free to check it out again on Google Play and soon on Apple's App Store. Z-E-N-K-O Ice Slider. That's Zenko Ice Slider. That's the first part of this show. Second part... Um, is a bit of a, a warning. And, uh, look. You know, take it as you will. I know it's been a little controversial. I know people have uh, very, very different viewpoints. Look, I respect your view on, what, on this. I don't, you know, no matter what your thoughts are. That's fine with me. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. That's how I've always felt about <laughs> so, so many issues. Just because, you know, you don't see eye to eye on something doesn't mean you're the devil. You know? Some people are just bad, but you don't have to agree on everything. It's one thing, but 
That's a side note. I talked about this in the last show I did, the coronavirus. These are my thoughts. These are my opinions. It's not factual. Don't take this as a scientific or medical report. This is my, this is my opinion. All right? It's not false info. It's just my opinion. I have a bad feeling about this, to tell you the truth. And with every passing day... Look, I just see the signs that this could be a global pandemic. <clears throat> that's, that's just how I see it. The signs are all there. Human-to-human spread in the United States, in Germany, in Japan, numerous other countries. We have infections uh, popping up all across the globe at this point. Thailand, Japan, Singapore... Malaysia, Australia, France, Germany, South Korea, United Arab Emirates, Canada, Vietnam, Nepal, Cambodia, Sri Lanka, Philippines, Finland, India, and Italy so far. That's just what we know now. 102 cases internationally. In countries other than China. When I did this broadcast uh, last week, There were 470 cases in total, everywhere. Even then, I was a little concerned with it. In China itself, we have 9,692 cases, more every day. In my opinion, there's suppression of information, lack of supplies, lack of test kits, lack of reporting, conflicting information about uh, just how transmissible it is, what the R-naught is, how long the incubation period is, can it be transmitted without symptoms? Some organizations say yes, some say no. I think it can be. Look, I just think, with all due respect, this can get out of control. If not already, it's we might already be past that point of no return. Look, maybe like some people are saying, it'll just get to a couple more thousand cases and then flatline a little bit. What if it doesn't? Again, I know a lot of people have different viewpoints on this, but I think you need to take this extremely seriously. Look, this is way, way bigger than SARS. Uh, ever was at this point. There's more cases now than there ever were for the entire history of the SARS uh, epidemic in 2003. At the rate of growth, there's already way more cases now than there were for H1N1 swine flu back in 2009. And it's far deadlier than that also. Look, what they think right now is that the, the fatality rate for this novel coronavirus, uh, could be 3%. It it could even be higher. You might say, but that's just 3%. It's not a big deal. You have to understand that the, the rate 
for the seasonal flu is 0.1%. 3% is huge compared to that. And if it ends up being higher, if it ends up being like some people were saying 10%, forget it. All I'll say is that if this spreads uh, globally, out of control, I don't think we're going to be in for a good time. It doesn't mean it's going to wipe out civilization. It doesn't mean it's going to wipe out humanity. Um, But I think it's going to pose some problems. And the economic repercussions of it, even if you don't get sick, uh, we may very well feel them. I mean, these are merely my thoughts. But... Based on what I'm seeing, based on what, I mean, just because I've been down for the count the last few days doesn't mean I'm in a vegetative state, (laughs) you know? I've been following this very, very closely because I've had so much free time, can't really do much of anything else. 56 million people in China are under quarantine. For just 10,000 cases? I don't know, I'm just shaking my head here. With all due respect, I don't have a good feeling about this. I think it can get very, very bad. One thing that can make ten, hundred times worse is complacency. Now, there's also the difference between being prepared and overreacting. You can prepare responsibly and always do so with the following attitude. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And if that worst case scenario that we prepared for doesn't happen, don't be angry, don't be pissed off, and don't become distrustful of information and facts. Instead, be grateful and thankful that it didn't get to that point. And thankful for the fact that you prepared accordingly. You see it year after year after year after year with hurricanes and other natural disasters. No one prepares for this stuff. No one gets ready in advance. When the time comes and the warnings get issued, everything that you need, that you're supposed to get, flies off the shelves, and you're sitting there stressed out of your mind last minute because you can't find it. Most of this stuff isn't that expensive. And chances are, if you don't end up using it right now, you probably will in the next couple weeks, months, just for daily household tasks, you name it. There's nothing wrong with being ready. Anything that tries to tell you that there is, Ignore them. I think it's best to err on the side of caution. If I had to get a personal, uh, give a personal recommendation, I'd recommend going down to your local drugstore, uh, hardware store, see if you could find any masks at this point. Don't need to get a lot yet, just a box or two. Like I said, these aren't expensive, it's just a couple bucks. Something that could prevent you from getting infected? Sign me up. I know they're not totally, you know, 100%, but it's better than nothing. 
if you want to go a step further, get some gloves uh, and protective eyewear as well. But, you know, you don't need to take it to that level yet. I'm just saying, if, if even more explosive growth happens soon, you'll be glad you've got this stuff right now before every last person in the U.S. Uh, goes out, rushes these stores, and strips the shelves down completely. Get it while you can, because if it all does go downhill, you'll be glad you did. I'm not ashamed to say that I stocked up already. And again, it's with the attitude that, look, I'm going to use any. I'm going to use this stuff anyway. There's no harm in getting a little bit extra in advance. I'm just going to use it anyway. But either way, keep your eyes on this. Check the numbers. Just know that, of course, uh, you know, due to limitations, the numbers that you see are lower than what they really are. One resource that I recommend going to is uh, bnonews.com. That's bnonews.com. You go to their homepage, and uh, it's such a great resource. Uh, Right there, you'll see Tracking Coronavirus, Map, Data, and Timeline. Click on that, and uh, you'll get live updates. Just refresh the page. It'll tell you how many cases confirmed there are, how many dead, uh, and where. And there's an interactive map as well. Uh, It's a really good resource. Another good resource I recommend on YouTube, Agenda Free TV. That's Agenda Free TV. The host, uh, Steve Luckner, is great, unbiased, sticks to the facts, has uh, one heck of a work ethic. I mean, he just, he goes for hours and hours. He's a professional. Uh, Highly recommend that as well. His streams uh, for the virus have been on point. If you're a user of uh, Reddit, check out the subreddit China underscore flu. Uh, Check that out as well. And one last resource that I know I plug it endlessly, but give it a shot. Uh, Shortwave radio. AM, FM, shortwave radio. You can pick up radio stations from all over the world. It's a fun way to get first-hand information about what's going on. Hear things of various sources. Some entertainment, music, news, you name it. It's a lot of fun. Something that Most people won't find any other way than just scanning around on the radio and uh, finding it. If you want to get a radio, highly, highly, highly recommend one, especially in the times of potential emergencies. Send me an email, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com with an inquiry, and uh, I'll get back to you, help you out, um, and you'll be able to find a really good, cheap one that'll get the job done. Please don't forget about that, and uh, give it a shot if you want. Look, we can't predict the future with the coronavirus. But one thing we know right now is that it's on the uptick. How big is it going to get? We just don't know. Just remember the phrase, better safe than sorry. You can be ready and do so responsibly as well. There's nothing wrong with being prepared. The world isn't going to end, and maybe things will quiet down soon, and maybe this will just blow over and be nothing. But there's a very real possibility that it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Be ready for it just in case. 
The N95 mask isn't perfect, but probably the best widely available one you can get. Correspondence is welcome. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. It would be so great to hear from you. Hey, maybe it'll be like the flu. Maybe not. We'll just find out, won't we? Thank you. Take care. This is V-O-R-W.